This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. I think we always come up here and focus on introducing our new speakers, people people don't know, but we don't often give credit to one of the most important people in many of our lives, which is Reverend Jane. Our, our rock, our den mother, our foundation, our everything, our, our guide. I mean, she's just been so much to all of us. And one of the most beautiful things about Jane, those of you who had the privilege of spending more than 30 seconds with her, is that she brings out the best in all of us. She encourages everyone, and she allows everyone to shine. And that is one of her, one of her many true, true gifts. And um, so we're, we're just so blessed here at Unity to have her as our shining, guiding light. So let's welcome Reverend Jane Hyatt to the stage. <sighs> I feel so full. Your meditation was just, I, w I was divided between just soaking it all in and thinking, oh good, I get to come tonight and have more. <laughs> and Vicki, your song was so, so amazing. <sighs> I, I just want to invite all of you right now to, to take a minute and just let's coalesce our energy that whatever is going to come out from me is from we. Because I have, I have a bunch of notes and I've been thinking about oneness and I might say some of it, I don't know. <laughs> but, but really, the mystery and the power of one, it's, it's an interesting idea that we are one. You know, when, when we're born, when, when we are in the womb, and when we're just little bitty babies, we have this mystical slash physical experience of oneness. We, we actually are part of our mothers while we're in utero, and then we're born, and as far as we're concerned, we're still part of our mothers, and, and we didn't know there was something. And, and then, then there is this point where the ego begins to develop, and we learn this wonderful wor word, mine. And I remember my, my daughter used to say, my do it. And, and the my is a really important development. Suddenly, we become aware that we have independence, agency. There's something we can do. We have authority. We can say, no, and we do. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's the beginning, and that's a wonderful, a wonderful development, not always 100% joyful for the parents, but, but it's a wonderful development. And left unchecked, taken just on the ego level, it can be 
very dangerous because agency becomes burden. I have to do it. Or it becomes arrogance and domination. Only I can do it. I will do this now. I'm going to do this, and you listen to me. And, and that doesn't work. But we are familiar with that. We have all been there, right? Every single one of us. We don't even need a show of hands. We've all been there. And we've all been at the receiving end of that energy, too, and it doesn't feel very good. So that's focusing on one, but not in a healthy way. Spiritually, we talk about we're all one energy. Kevin talked about the, the five principles, and that, that's it. It's one energy. That's all there is. And like the rainbow, it has all of these beautiful manifestations individual people and animals and chairs and microphones and trees, all of it, manifestations of this one powerful energy. But in between those two, that ego expression and that, oh, that we felt while Robin was doing his meditation, there's the, the work of walking through this world, noticing and appreciating the diversity, sometimes being horrified at the diversity, and finding a way to do it from a place of knowing that we are all one. So when we talked about the fifth principle, it's like, no, you don't just you don't just have this idea that there's only one and we must be it because there's only one. You have to live it. And that means living it when you're in relationship of some kind to others who do not appear to be like you, who do not think like you or act like you. And that's, that's hard for us to assimilate because part of the ego trip is thinking we know it all. You know, that didn't actually end when we left teenage years. <laughs> we still think we know it all. And, and that others, if they're not behaving the way we would declare it if we were the emperor and the empress of the world, um, that there's something wrong with them, because we know how it's supposed to be. And that doesn't really work. But if we live the principle, if we put it into action, and we say, okay, all of us are expressions of the one, and the source of wisdom is the one, then there is wisdom in every one. And it's our job to listen to that. So the person that thinks differently, instead of saying, stop, you're wrong, I don't want to hear it, what we do is invite curiosity and say, huh, there's got to be something in that for me to learn. 
We respect all our relations, as the native people say. So the tree and the river, the plants in our garden, what is it that they want? What is their wisdom that they have to offer? We actually take a moment and tune in. Elaine, um, one of our members, wrote this beautiful blog that I think she probably is going to share on our website so you'll all be able to read it. But she is in the process of creating a permaculture garden in her property out in Culver. and and she bought this with this inspired idea that she'd do permaculture while knowing diddly squat about permaculture. And so she has been immersed in learning. And, and she, she has a lot of training in the, in the Native American way. And she was born a farmer. And so she, you know, she has some, some ways of being there. But she sat, she sat with the land and and she decided to talk to it. And she was talking to it and saying, this is what I'm going to do. And, and then she had this like, wait a minute, something's off here. And she realized, oh, I'm telling it what I am going to do. Instead of asking the plants and getting into a cooperative and it was, it was such an enlightening idea to me, and I think to Elaine as well. And she realized this dominating culture that we have, there it was coming out of her while she was trying to be this really good person, you know, making this permaculture garden. And, and she had to take off her halo for a minute and, and say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, let, let me listen to you. And then she got to su such a beautiful place. You'll have to read the blog for the, the full detail details of it, but, but that's, that's such an example of embodying the one, to recognize that there is wisdom, there is wisdom out there in every corner. And our privilege here on this earth is to listen to it and to learn and to, to grow in our consciousness of who we are. It's kind of like all this time, I, th I thought I was this finger. And then I discovered, whoa, there's a whole body. As a spiritual community, you know, sometimes, sometimes I hear from people that like, oh, how come you don't speak more often? And it's, it's not because I'm lazy or, I don't know, sometimes I am, but <laughs> um, it's really because I have such a strong belief that we are a we. You know, at some point, I'll die, who knows when, but you know, I, I've heard it happens to all of us. <laughs> and. I don't want this community to die when I do because it was all about me. And I know that it won't. I know that it won't because there's so much talent here, so much heart here. Spiritual teachings are, 
You know, we, we are so blessed to live in a world where you can get on the internet 24-7 and learn something new spiritually, right? You can sit and meditate, and I hope you do, and learn something from within. But what you can't do that we offer is get together with others who will challenge you spiritually and support you spiritually. That's, that's the medicine that spiritual community has to offer. When people first come here, I'm not sure who all is new today, but I know that some of you are. When you first walk in the door, and you can all remember the first time you did it, there's a certain like, all right, is this going to be weird? Or, you know, am, am I going to like it? Is anybody going to talk to me? Or, I hope nobody talks to me, you know, depending on whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, you're not sure what it's going to be like. And then, then you sit there, and if you've come back, hopefully then something happened that you liked. And in the beginning, you're, you're just kind of taking it all in like we did with the, with the sound bath from Robin. We just oh, let it in. And, th and that's just so appropriate for a while. And it never stops that we get fed, but what happens is there's a shift to where it isn't enough to just take in. Just like you can't just do in-breaths. You know, please, take breaths but don't hold on to them. <laughs> you have to let them go. You can't just eat and 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 eat, eat. Are you arguing with that? <laughs> See Pat's stomach. <laughs> you know, it, there has to be that back and forth. And so in community, when you recognize that, all right, yeah, this is, this is a place that resonates with who I am. Then there's a point where you say, okay, sign me up. I want to be part of this. And you become a member. And what does it mean to be a member? It means, first of all, that you're saying, I resonate here. And it means, secondly, that it's like, I want to share my energy, too. Because I am, end of sentence. And as the I am, you have gifts. You have this beautiful light. Do you remember that line in the Bible where Jesus says, don't hide your light under a bushel? We are here to shine our lights. And each light is different. Those of us, those of you who know me well, will tell those of you who don't know me well that as soon as I get a whiff of what is your brilliance, I'm going to be all over you to get you out and shining it. <laughs> I really will. You know, if, if you tell me, like, you know, I. I used to sing in the choir, and I, 
I always really liked it. It's like, you're going to be up here <laughs> before you know it. Because that's, that's, that's what makes our community so rich. It makes it so rich. And it makes you so rich. There's a, there's a book, The Gospel of Thomas, and in it, uh, Jesus says, if you will bring forth that which is within you, that which is within you will set you free. But if you keep that which is within you, within you, it will destroy you. These gifts are not meant to be hidden. They are meant to be shared. As a community, we all have different gifts, just like the fingers have a different gift than the stomach. But we need them both. We need everyone here. All of you. Those of you who are online, those of you who are in the room, everybody makes a contribution. You know, I, I'm curious to know, and I'd love for you to put it in the chat, I, um, those of you who are online, what you feel while you're watching online. But I know the people that are in the room, when you walk in the room, you feel something, don't you? What are some of the things that you notice? Anybody, when you walk in the room or as you sit here? Positivity. Positivity. Okay. Love. Community. Community. Yeah. Warmth, connection, peace, energy. wholeness, energy. Yeah, it's tangible, isn't it? I, I've so often heard people say, oh, I really like the way it feels here. It's an energy thing. And so when we come together in community, when you walk through the doors, instead of doing something else you could have done on a Sunday morning, you bring a gift just by walking in the door because you bring your energy with you. And I know it's, it's harder to measure it when you're online, but we know that energy doesn't have physical boundaries. And so when you are online and you're watching us and you have the power of intention and you're connected to us, even if you're watching this and it isn't 11 o'clock on Sunday morning, it's some other time that you finally had an opportunity and you're watching it because we also know that time is an illusion. So you are connecting with us. We are creating something together that is really important. When we all gather and we, we all give our gifts, then we can, we can share wider in the world. There was an interesting thing that happened um, on Thursday, Kevin was mentioning the Prosperity Potluck. We had, there were 12 of us in the room. It was just the perfect number, and that's why he's, he was saying that some of you might get kicked out. <laughs> because, because I realized that even though 
I could talk this up and get twice as many people in the room easily. It was so wonderful to have us all around one table sharing one conversation. And I'd rather do more of those than have more people in the room. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely room for a few more to come in, but um, what happened in that is we're focusing on prosperity and people are sharing their experiences and we're, ha we're doing experiences of manifesting and, and it was just so amazing. And afterwards, I checked my phone and I had two text messages. And one was from somebody, and they're both members of our community, one was from somebody who had given up hope of getting an apartment. And she got word that the apartment was hers. And somebody else has a dream job that she is so hoping for. And she got word that she'd been called for a second interview. And I got both of those text messages they, I didn't check them till later, but they came in while we were in this group of 12 focusing our intention on manifesting. And I believe that what happens, I, I'm not going to take full credit for the apartment or the interview, but, but, but I think that what happens is when we come together as a spiritual community, we create a field an energetic field that extends beyond our walls, beyond our, our individual minds and knowledge, and it is a blessing. And we have no idea who and how those blessings are, are transferring to, but that it, it is happening. And so I really invite you all to be so intentional about this community. Don't take it for granted. Choose, actively choose to come in here with your energy or to be online with your energy. Find a way to contribute. It can be a small thing like beautifying by pulling up some weeds. It can be something like go get out of your comfort zone and greet somebody you haven't met before. And not just with a, hi, how are you, but with a curiosity of who, who are you? Let me get to know you. Let me find out what you're good at and I'll go tell Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Our, our reaching out to one another is, is how we as a community heal separation. You know, we all, we all see what's going on in the world, all the division, and it's terrible to watch, isn't it? But we are microcosms of the one. And so when we take action to heal separation by embracing one another, 
then we are creating a blessing for this world and we are healing separation. Do you remember the book, The Hundredth Monkey? It came out in the 70s. And initially, everybody thought that it was actually real science. Um, for those of you who don't know it, The Hundredth Monkey was a story about uh, these monkeys in some island somewhere who they had yams to eat, but they didn't, they didn't enjoy them so much because there was a lot of dirt on the, on the yams, and so they you know, got gritty in their mouths when they were eating them. And one inventive monkey discovered washing the yams. And so that kind of caught on on the island, and then it was a thing. All the monkeys on the island were, were um, washing their yams before they ate them. And at some point, the hundredth monkey learned to wash the yams. And when that happened, the knowledge leapt over the ocean, and monkeys on other islands all started washing their yams. So that, I think, is just a story, but it depicts what can happen. There's a critical mass at which everything becomes a new normal. If you're old enough to remember when people started talking about yoga, it was kind of a weird thing that a few hippies did, right? And now, who doesn't know about yoga? And a lot of us have done it. The phrase, you create your own reality, that used to be like, what? You can, and I'm sure you can think of others. There were things that seemed strange in the beginning. And now, everybody thinks that way. We want to create the next evolutionary leap. Amen. And we want it to be love and kindness and consideration of everyone and every being, not just human beings. It's really important. When we have a community and we grow as a community, we can do things that bless the planet. There were a group of nine of us, plus some other people, that showed up at Family Kitchen yesterday, and it was so wonderful to be able to minister to people who don't have enough to eat. And we, we made, oh, so many rounds of sandwiches because we kept running out because there were so many in need. You know, and, and we can just bemoan that or we can roll up our sleeves and do something. But if, if there's just one, we can't make enough impact and we get into the, oh, I've got to do it all. But when there are many, there's nothing we can't do. Claire Kubota over here is, is the head of operations for Unity. And so she has a whole list of things that one could do. <laughs> and if you would like to contribute more, I encourage you to talk to Claire Kubota. And I'm sure she can find something for you.
And, and you want to talk to her, because if you don't talk to her and everything ends up on her plate, what's going to happen to Claire Kubota? <laughs> Speaking of which, who, who does way more as a volunteer than anybody should need to, get up there in the tech booth. Look at the people we've got up there now, but they're not here every day. This man is an award-winning photographer. You could vie with Suzanne for that camera position and learn how to make beautiful pictures. He's such a good teacher. You could, you could, <laughs> you could, learn, you could learn technology beyond what you already know. He makes it easy. So talk to him. We, we need to all come together so that nobody feels burdened. We, and we want you to do things that light you up because we want an energy of joy here, not an energy of burden. I mean, imagine if everybody was like, all right, somebody's got to do it. I'll do it. And we all did that. You'd walk into this room and you'd think, oh, oh, oh. No, it's got to be, if I, you know, like if I said, Jim Pasmore, you're going to be up here singing. He'd be like, yeah, he'd be like, eh. But he's got so many talents that he shares generously. So you've got to find the things that, you know, you think are great. I love to cook. So if I cook for somebody, that's, you know, I, I like doing the newcomer dinners and cooking because it's so much fun for me. But somebody else is like, you want me to cook something? You know, it'd be awful. So you find your talents and then share them. And let's build this community. Grab a few door knockers. Go put them, put them on random people's doors or put them on people you think, really, those people would come if they only knew about it. Make sharing our energy, sharing the blessing, be more important than embarrassment about, oh, what will somebody think of me if I put something on their door? This, this should never be a secret. This is a blessing. We want it to grow. We want the energy out there in the world that there is one, one and only one. And we are it. You are so beautiful. I feel so much joy to be able to look around the room and see all of you here. To know that you are part of my one and together we are a healing force in this world. Namaste.